Welcome to the RQ Zero Games Podcast, Episode 17, Malcolm Harris. talking to Malcolm Harris from Channel M Publishing. So, uh, since I think a lot of the people who listen to this podcast don't really know that much about you, why don't you go ahead and start off by telling us a bit about yourself. I'm Malcolm Harris. I'm with Channel M. Um, I'm a writer. Uh, I write comics. I design role-playing games. I do screenplays. I'm just, uh, I guess you can call me a professional geek. <laughs> No, that's one way of saying it. Um, I guess I'm best known now for the uh, Witch Girls uh, role-playing game and comic book series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- uh, that was actually the main thing I wanted to talk to you about. Talk okay. to you about. Although, you know, anything else you want to take some time to plug, I certainly don't mind. Plug uh, it later. <laughs> all right. My show. Yes. <laughs> so I know you're working on a superhero game too, right? Yeah, uh, that's Nemesis, and that's that's a big plug uh, coming up. That comes out in 2012. So Macho comes out this summer. Mm. Okay, so uh, let's let's start off with Witch Girls then. So uh, first off, why don't you give us a quick, uh, the, you know, the elevator pitch for that? Well, Witch Girls is a role-playing game where uh, it's designed to be a simple entry-level role-playing game where. Um, People play young witches attending a school of magic or doing whatever young young witches do when when uh, you know when they're hanging out with each other, fighting monsters, uh, going to dances, uh, dealing with the problems of of uh, teenage girls, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came together when we decided that you know that there was a market out there that wasn't being really touched on by the uh, by the other. Uh, we're playing game companies. That was the the uh, girl market, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, all, all these girls out there role playing on online, doing shipping, uh, doing fan fiction, and these are the kind of people who could be playing role playing games, should be playing role playing games. So we kind of like made a game just for them, using the uh, pre existing uh, witch girls tales worlds. Uh, from uh, back in, I think it was 2004. Oh, so you actually developed the comic books before that? Yes. Little known fact, I, actually among fans, uh, it, it's a known fact, but yeah, most people don't realize that, that the comic mm-hmm. is. The, the comic actually uh, came out in 2004, and I'm actually I'm kind of guessing about that time. Uh, after it came out, we did uh, Witch Girls... Uh, was the first one to get did we get did um Witch Girls Tales. And it was actually optioned as a movie in two thousand five. Oh wow. The sandbox features, yeah. And the movie was never made, but that kind of thing happens. Mm-hmm. And uh it went on a kind of a uh hiatus and after that I I decided that I'm, I wanted to do to do a, a role playing game and I said that the Witch Girls world was, was, was the best way to do it, so we started from there. And okay. uh, that, yeah, so, and uh, Witch Girls, the, the the comic book came after my first RPG, which was the first Nemesis, Perfect World, which was my first RPG that t- to ever get published. Mm-hmm. So that's the short, the, the kind of the short story, you know, behind it. Okay. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think how to go about getting into more of this. Um... So, like, uh, well, first of all, you know, you designed a role-playing game, and I know you actually label it as a Drama Diaries game. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about the thought behind that? Well, 
role-playing games has a certain negative connotation among both parents and among young people, where those who game are, are, are considered the anti-social geek kind of character or person. Mm-hmm. And parents see role-playing games and they think like the D&D and all of the Satan worshiping and the demons and things like that. So we try to. So we, we decided that if we're going to do this, and we won't. And basically, most of our books, you know, we figure that parents are going to buy them for their daughters. So we, so we want a book that wouldn't frighten them. So we so we came up with the whole drama diaries thing, where it's basically it's a role playing game, but we call it something different, and and um, that kind of gets 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 us away from the stigma of of role playing. Or, or the role-playing game, and and from D and D and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this is the thing that I really, really wanted to talk to you about was, uh, what is the experience like marketing a game to 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 you know tween girls and all that? It's hard. It's hard <laughs> because the market did not exist. Yeah. It was a totally non-existent market. I mean, you had the kind of the the goth girls who played the World of Darkness kind of thing and. And they're there, and so some of them play witch girls, and that's fine and dandy. But the true market, the the untouched market, was the one that you know we, we wanted to actually go after. So we had to start from, from a, a, a square one. And the first thing that we did was was we, we decided, you know, looked at you know we, we looked at animes, we looked, looked at books, everything that you know that girls like, you know that we that we, that we could see as far as you know the whole fantasy genre goes. You know how girls tend to, you know, choose couples, and 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 in the animated series, the whole Avatar, <laughs> Zuko, mm. Aang, Katara love triangle thing. How girls, you know, tend to want to be in, in the middle of the action and, and want to play characters that they like to play. You know, not not characters that they're forced to play. Hmm. So so you know so so, so we made it so that. Every girl can, can make, make a character that they would enjoy to play, hmm. you know, so that you know, so that, that you know that, that they don't have to worry about being the the uh, weak link. Um, and we and we we went out and we, we decided, you know, you know, I asked questions of people who actually you know market dolls. Um, hmm. the, the, the guy who who, who uh, does the uh, the uh, card game Della Sera, I actually talked to him about it too. Mm-hmm. And and he he, he gave me a, a bit of advice, you know. Uh, I asked, you know, people who who write, who write comics for girls, you know, give me some advice. The, the experience I, I had when I was doing the Witch Girls comic, I, I used that also. But the, the but I, I, I did behind it was to is that we weren't so much the selling the Witch Girls role playing game as we were selling the, the Witch Girls world. Ah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't selling rules whatsoever. You know, the rules could could have been anything. But we we had to we had we had to sell the witch girls world in 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 a, in, in a Harry Potter universe mm-hmm. <laughs> where everybody was so used to the whole Harry Potter Hogwarts thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of helped and it kind of hurt us at, at, at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah. But we we decided, you know, that we was just gonna grab the bull by the horns and and go for it. And the first thing that we did was um, uh, Paul Denny. Um, does the Batman animated series guy? Mm. Me and him had a had a had a, had a, uh, a talk about it, and it, and he it, it says, "Well, you need to have characters who the girls, even though it's a game, who the who the girls can kind of see themselves in it." Okay, so we came up with our six witch girls. You know, as, 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 as there are our characters and they're the characters that the girls can kind of you know learn from and place themselves, you know into those characters. And that's what we also did when we had the role-playing game. We also did the Witch Girls um, comic book mm-hmm. so that, you know, so that they can read, read the comic and understand the world. And that's also why at the beginning of the role-playing game, you also have a, the 12 comic pages, kind of like an introduction into that world. Mm-hmm. So part of the marketing was the, the comic and the intro comic and making the characters up so that, you know, everybody can have, you know, like, if you're a goth girl, you're go, you're gonna lean towards Lillian, you know, Lillian. If you know, if you're a fashionista, uh, a fashionista, you're gonna lean towards Amber, so on and so forth. So we, and then after that, we actually went out 
in every way possible and 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 uh, push this book and promote it. You know, if there was, you know, uh, well, for that, uh, how to explain it? We, we we have something called day trippers. Mm-hmm. And what a day tripper does is when I can't go to some place, one of the staff members can't go to some place. The the, the day trippers in exchange for free comics or or whatever, or or a, a free ticket to an event. We'll go and hand out flyers and talk about witch girls. Hmm. Yeah, and and uh, so we say, okay, I, I'll give you free comics, free role playing games. You know, I will buy your ticket to this convention or this event if you hand out these flyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of like uh, you know uh, collectible card game companies doing that, but you don't see it very much with role playing games, especially like independent small press ones. <laughs> well, you know, you have to, you know, if you're gonna do it, you, have, you know, you have to go whole whole hog with yeah. it. And actually, it's, it's not really a lot of money, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. uh, 40 bucks for a concert, you know, or you know, or 15 bucks for a day at a convention, so on and so forth. And maybe 20 bucks for, for 100 flyers. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I say, hey, go to this Hannah Montana uh, concert and give out flyers. Or go to the opening of this movie and give out flyers, and that's what they did for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that got them to, you know, uh, it, and it also allowed me. I'm based in Dallas in Texas, and Dallas and Texas I can basically do. But you know, I can't do England, I can't mm-hmm. do California. So the day trippers, you know, allowed me to actually go ahead and do this, and. Basically, I just put in it. I, I, I put out an, an ad on Craigslist. This is what we, we need. Send us your uh, your picture and your resume. And we had all kinds of of, of of cosplayers and stuff just emailing us. You know, I'll do this. You know, I won't go to this convention, but I don't have the money. Typical poor anime fan. Mm-hmm. I say, well, I'll pay for you to get in for the entire weekend if you do this. And the only thing that I need you to do is, is, is send me back pictures of you. Hanging out the flyers and with the flyers at the convention. That is really cool, and I'm <laughs> I'm going to. Seriously, I have a list of people I'm going to tell about this. So, and they went out and they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we we have about four day trippers, but when we first started out, uh, we had a, a closer to twenty day, day trippers. Wow. <laughs> and they were just people, you know, who just you know who in exchange for whatever. And I would say, hey, you know, uh, in your town, they're, they're having a special midnight opening uh, for uh, to, uh, to 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 buy the, the latest Harry Potter book. Are you gonna go? They said, well, no. I says, well, I tell you what, if you do go, I'll give you twenty bucks. And they will just, you know, couple together a Harry Potter costume, sit in line, and hand out flyers. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, you know. And, uh, and 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 that, that was the first push toward, for uh, witch girls, and it was expensive, but it was also a tax deduction, so that helped also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it got them out there. It got them pushing the book, and and we really, you know, and and we we still do it. You know, uh, we have day trippers who do who, who uh, go to go, go to cons for us and run games. Day trippers who go to uh, comic book stores and run games or hand out flyers or, or you know, or whatnot. Uh, basically, we, we, we have a East Coast, West Coast, uh, Europe, and a North. Wow. And the Northern Day Trip is actually in Canada, but she actually also does Detroit and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. But that's basically how it started and how we went out at first to, to uh, uh, go um, and promote it. Okay, so the uh, so from what you've said and from what I've seen reading over the game, the rules of uh, Witch Girls Adventures are, are relatively, you know, typical RPG. So, but I would like you to talk a little bit about kind of how it works, what your inspirations for it were, and and that kind of thing. Well, I wanted something simple. I wanted something that that would that would be an. an an introduction game, not just for Witch Girls, but for all the other role-playing games. Which is why I did it so that you, you basically use all, all, all the dice. Use the fours, the sixes, or whatever. Right. So that it's, it's, so that it's, it's designed to get people not just to play 
witch girls, but maybe you'll get tired one day and play D&D or, or White Wolf, you know, or Maid or something. <laughs> hey, man, you're my friend. i got to plug you, too. <laughs> yes, I, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> okay. But um, so that players, p- people who have who never played, played before get used to the, to the whole, you know, multi-sided dice thing. Mm-hmm. Also made it so that you you can, you can make characters really really fast. Because if you're having a, a slumber party and you get your friends together, you say let's play this game. You don't want to spend two hours making characters. Yeah. Because you actually spend about twenty minutes making characters and and, and get tired of that and and, and go ahead and, and uh, do do something else. So instead we say okay. So we so we actually sat down and we 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 had races where we say who can make the character the fastest. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was that. We, we, we want so, so an average person who has never played the, the game before can make a character in under 15 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. and that everything was there. 15 minutes, you're done. We also we kept the, the math pretty simple, so it it, it, didn't, it didn't seem like work. Right. You have, yeah, you have all these games where you have to add, subtract, multiply, divide, so on and so forth. Yeah. We want a game where you never have to count more than 20. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, you know. So we, so the math was simple. The character generation was simple. You know, the rules of play was simple. Roll higher than this number. And uh, and a lot, a lot, a lot of math for the game was actually put into the game already done for you. So you don't have to roll damage for with, with dice. Damage mm-hmm. is already, you know, it's decided that if it's this rank, it does this kind of damage. If it's, this, if it's this rank, it has this range, so that you don't, you, you don't have to keep on rolling, and, and the, the game the game kind of slows down. You want the game to be quick, and you want character generation to to, to to be quick, so that people won't get bored. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, and also you you'll make it so that, that people can make characters who they like and who they can understand, which is why we added the whole traits part to it. You know, mm-hmm. so that you have a trait, and, and, and the trait not only gives you bonuses. But it actually decides role playing wise who your character is. You know, if you're playing a goody goody Mary Sue, you know who that character is mm-hmm. automatically, okay? Because you chose those and you know how to play that. And in order to get those bonuses, you have to role play that. So, mm-hmm. therefore, you know, the role playing game, some people call it forced role playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just call it, you know, just, you know, just, just understanding that it's a. R O L E game instead of an R O L L game. Right. And that's what I wanted to uh, get across. Um, we also want it, you know, so that people can, you know, when they buy the game, parents can, you know, read it, understand it, and play with their kids really easy, really quick, you know. If they never never gamed uh, before or if they are gamers, and that happens a lot where mm. you have. Parents who are gamers, who were gamers, in the, who were gamers in the past, or currently are gamers, they see the game and go, "This is perfect for my child," or whatever, and they'll, they'll go ahead and buy it. Hmm. And, that, and that, that became a really, I won't say a giant market for for, for us, but it, it, it became a strong market for us, mm-hmm. where parents will actually say, "You know, I, I gamed in the past. I played D and D. My daughter has no idea what it is. You know, I think this game will be a perfect in, in, in introduction for them. But um, that's you know that." That's what we wanted. So, uh, to summarize it really quick, with a character sheet, your attributes are dice types. So your body, which we only have um, five uh, attributes really, which are body, mind, senses, social, and magic. Each one of those are a dice type. Those dice types are basically based on what kind of click your character is. The clicks are basically the kind of the loose background of, of that character and uh, there are um, five clicks mm-hmm. so and your attributes are, are, are dice types your skills are, are bonuses so that you may have uh, plus two athletics and so that when you roll athletics athletics is based on your body so it's your body die plus whatever your, your athletics is so if your body is 1d6 it's 1d6 plus, say, 2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you just do it, simple math, roll the dice, add up, and try to either beat the person who you're going against or beat a difficulty which is set, which is uh, basically, I think it's like a 
uh, three through uh, through fifteen or whatever. So it's simple: roll, roll, roll the dice, beat the opponent, or beat the the, the uh, difficulty. And if you can, and uh, I think the, the the biggest thing was magic. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna do a, a game about witches, you got you know a, mag- a magical world. You have to have a gigantic, you know, list of spells or whatever. So we, so we decided that spells are very loose. In other words, you decide what you can do with with with, with a spell based on the, the rank of that particular t- t- type of magic. And there are twelve types of magic. So, say for instance, you have conjuration two that allows you to conjure a small living animal. Or conjuration one will allow you to conjure an apple, and, and, and so forth. And you decide, you know, what, 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 what you want to conjure with that, and basically make your own decisions of what can be done with a rank two conjuration spell, and so on. So the the, the uh, and basically, uh, I have to give my props for for that ideal to White Wolf, mm. Mage. Ah, uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it, it has been described as Mage Light. Ah, <laughs> uh, interesting. <laughs> And uh, I have to agree with you, you know, that I was definitely more or less, you know, you know, inspired by, you know, that 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 that, that, that open-ended quality of Mage. So I mm-hmm. said, okay, take it, make it easier for newer players, and that's what I did with the, with, with, with the magic section. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as as as, as physical uh, combat, it's almost non-existent. It, it it can happen in the game, but it's almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do it, but. This is a game about witches. Why, why do you want to punch somebody? Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> you go throw a fireball. It just makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You could punch somebody, and, you know, and, and of course the monsters are going to try to punch you or hit you with a club or whatever. But you know, if you're a witch, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the rules exist. There's a fighting skill. Um, later on in in uh, future books, there are more advanced fighting skills. Um, I think in the uh, fairies book that we're doing, uh, the uh, book on the, on the other other kin, the Fae, it mm. starts in the immortals are starting to do some more advanced fighting skills, but the immortals are more physical, so we need we kind of need those skills for for uh, for uh, them. Um, but we we kind of thought you know that you solve problems with either your your brains or magic, mm-hmm. you know, and by using magic you're actually using your brain because you had to figure out how to use magic properly to solve a problem. Right. So. We, you know, it, it's, it's also promoted, you know, as it's also teaches kids problem solving, which it does. Hmm. Because, you know, you're fighting a troll, you have this, these ranks of magic, how do you stop that troll? So you have to think, figure out how, how to do it, what, what, what rank of magic you need to do it with, and cast your spell, do your spell math, and that's it. But the one thing that I can say about it is it, it makes... Um, the game go really fast. Where in, in, a, in a typical game, you get bogged down in, in uh, combat for you know thirty minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. and here you get come back you know bogged down in combat for ten minutes. <laughs> right. It's it's over with and it's done, mm-hmm. and you go to the, to, to, to the next adventure because you know female players or our demographic likes the meat of the game. You know the meat of role playing. Not mm-hmm. to combat or anything, but but small things like going to the mall, what's in the mall, things mm. like that. Taking their characters out shopping. You know what? You know what's the the, the 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 cute boy across the street doing? What's his secret? You know? You know? Will he take me out? Things like that. So we so we we kind of go through it and we cover romance and things and things that we think would would, would appeal to our players, and we and we focus it on more of the drama. Than the actual, you know, dice, I guess, mm-hmm. it's gonna say, and and that's why more than half the book is actually background information. Mm-hmm. You know, you have yeah, you, know, you have character generation, and then you have the actual rules section, which is really small, and then more than half the book is just all background. And what I did with that one, I decided, you know. Players are going to want a world as least as complex and as detailed as anything they would find in a Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. Not the movies, the books. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we've said, okay, 
we went out to, to make a world just as complex, you know, and also fill in the gaps that they kind of left off in, in, in Harry Potter. You know, like like the, the first thing you, you learn is the history of, of the entire world from the, from the point of view of the witches. Mm -hmm. So you have the, the full history of the world and, and, and how through history the witches have, have affected, you know, society from, you know, from uh, pre-dark ages through World War II, through the 1960s, on up to now. You know, how witches, through, through their magic and through their influence, has, you know, ha how they have touched, touched, touched the world. And we go on to, to explain, you know, how the world, how the witches' world works, the government, everything is covered. And I, and I like people to actually, you know, you know, you know, they may never use this information, but the information is there for their game to give it more drama, you know, to, to, to give it more meat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's cause like they want the meat. They want you know to 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 actually for that for the time they're playing for that two hours, three hours, four hours they're playing. They want to exist in that world. We get, we're going to give them all the meat they need to exist in that world for that time. And uh, that's basically witch girls right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you touched on this a little bit already, but uh, I was wondering kind of because you've. Obviously, you know, run the game extensively at conventions oh, and with your yeah. test audience. Uh -huh. So, uh, kind of, what is the what is the difference with you know role playing games as played by girls? The biggest difference is it depends on the girl, really, mm, because well, you know there are, yeah there are girls who want to go out there and bash heads in, but. When you're looking at younger girls who are who are like 11, 12, and 13, they're devious. <laughs> they are truly devious. They think everything through, all right, and and they you know and they 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 really tax you when it when when it comes to details. They like lots of details. <laughs> okay, the unicorn can just not be a unicorn. All right, it has to be a pink unicorn with a gold horn uh, running sadly through the forest you know breathing hard with a with a string of, of thorns stuck to his tail and and and, and the smell of, of, of goblin blood in the air hmm. that has to be you know that's what they mm -hmm. want you know, they want details so that you know that they can figure out what to go uh, you know what's going on exactly and how to solve it you know, and with the, you know, things like where kids are exposed to shows like CSI, <laughs> uh. you know, and Bones, these kids, you know, they want lots of information, you know, they want little tiny, tiny details. And with girls in, in general, they also want, you know, lots of social interaction mm -hmm. between you, between them and the characters in the game and with each other. So you get a whole lot of note passing going on. Mm -hmm. uh, with games, you actually get little, 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 cl little clicks form, okay? And almost in every game, someone's going to say, your character's my sister. Hmm. Okay? They will, they, they will always form these little groups. And it's actually, it's actually kind of cool, especially when you get the whole twin witch thing going and it gets kind of creepy, but mm -hmm. I won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so and so it's lots of details, lots of dramas, lo lots of interaction with the NPCs. And you and as a game master, you need to keep notes mm. as to what's going on, uh, because one game you may have some, something happen between a character, a, a, a player, which we can call them stars, an NPC, which we call cast, mm. uh, a star, and and a and a, and a uh, cast member. And that has to continue on to the next game without any changes, mm -hmm. or they will call you out on that instantaneously. <laughs> no, but he did this last game. And he acts like this, and more than anything else, and also, you know, they want to, you know, to help you tell that that story also. So they will go on, you know, and say, "I'm gonna do this, you know, over here. I'm I'm, I'm doing this, and, and and me and her have have our own little mini thing over here between each other, which." Two players while you guys are doing this over here 
So they want to help you t- tell, tell the story. They want they want the drama. They want the interaction. Um, you know, they basically want you know, like I say, the whole meat of the, of the actual world. And that's mm-hmm. what you know you're, you're playing with, with with girls that you know they want to exist in this world and, and and know this world and be able to 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 make actual real change in this world. Where you know a lot of game masters go. You can play in this world, but you can never, ever, ever really make any real changes in this world. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're never going to be as amazing as Reistlin or... Exactly, you know, or, or Dritz or whatever. Yeah. And we, I learned really quick in which girls, every girl wants to be Hermione, you know, mm-hmm. or the, or Harry Potter or whatever, you know, the, the girl who the world, you know, kind of goes around, you know. Even groups, or my group is is a group that the world kind of revolves around, and the game is designed so that you actually can go ahead and give them that. Mm-hmm. You know that they are the, the you know as it would Buffy, the, you know the Slayer or whatever. You know they are the chosen ones, and I don't see anything wrong with that. The game is is is, is designed for that, but and they want that. So as a game master, if you're, if you're telling a story, because the whole idea of, of role playing is that. The game master and the players are telling a story together. Mm-hmm. It's, and if you're selfish, as a game master, you won't have players for a long, for, you know, uh, uh, for, for long at all. Your players yeah. end up, end up leaving, leaving you. And, you know, I don't mean being a pushover, but don't be selfish. Mm-hmm. So, with with with, with uh, female characters, you know, they they want you know everything. You know, not not so much that they want all the power or whatever. But they, but they want all of, of the details, all the drama, you know, everything that world can offer to them, maybe comic related or not. They want, you know, to to experience that. And you can do an entire game in which girls were, it's just them getting ready for, say, the school dance, mm-hmm. everything they're doing in the school dance. No magic, no anything, just that entire getting ready for this dance. Because because for that character. It's important, so it's important to the player. Right. And uh, that's it. Uh, that's basically the biggest difference right there, is that they like the minutia of it all. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So from uh, from from what you've been saying, um, and I want to know if you kind of agree or disagree or what you think, but uh, it seems like. Which girls, as the overall franchise, kind of taps into the same. Uh, it, it taps into whatever it is that has like uh, young adult fiction being a really big it, thing now. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it taps into Twilight. It, it taps into Harry Potter. It taps into into, in, into a lot of the, of the of the anime shows or whatnot. It taps it taps into Gossip Girl. You name it, you know. And it kind of forces me as a as a writer to actually have to go through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Which normally, I would even touch with, with, with a 10-foot pole, <laughs> but I would have to go and go, okay, what are the, you know, the, 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 the Twihards doing r- right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, what are the Gossip Girl fans doing right now? Uh, so, you know, you know, what kind of, you know, as a game master, you have to think, you know, who's the, who's the, 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 the it boy that all the girls like? And, wh- and what kind of character could I kind of base around this this this, uh, this guy, so on and so forth. And uh, but yeah, it it it, it taps into, into that entire world of the young adult uh, fiction. You know, you know, it even taps into things like you know it goes goes far back to things like Nancy Drew, mm. because there's a whole lot of, of you know of that girl detective vibe going also. That isn't really covered now, you know. But mm. we kind of, you know, actually, I, I I could say that I actually did a lot of putting that whole Nancy Drew thing into it, also, where it's it, where solving mysteries, working together, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. you know. But um, or Scooby Doo, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which which kind of it reminds me of of the Mortals game I'm, I'm working on, also based in Witch Girl's world. Hmm. That allows you to play mortals, and almost basically that, it's almost almost totally you know that the concept was Scooby Doo meets Supernatural. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, 
that, that was that was a concept. Um, but that's about it, you know. Uh, listening, you know, to what's what what your fans want, you know, what the people who you're marketing the game towards want, you know, mm-hmm. want to do and, and want to have happen. But yeah, you know, the whole young adult thing is a, is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you've also alluded to. Uh... Do, you know different supplements that you're working on so uh <laughs> so let, let's get into that a little bit especially what I, what I especially want to you to talk about a little bit is because i noticed that you're working on a witch girl short movie yes actually we uh filmed it uh last year at anime fest in dallas mm-hmm. and um it's um it took us three days to actually film and we actually went out and we it, 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 we made everything we needed to film. We, we had made wand props and everything for it. We we made an actual. It's a fifteen foot by twenty foot green screen for it. Hmm. To do everything from from spell casting to, to broom flying on it. Mm-hmm. And I've done shorts in the past, but this is probably our biggest production. Mm-hmm. We actually went out and we. Uh, a local uh, 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 talent agency who does work with, with, with various local lo- lo- produced uh, shows, local shows and network shows that actually give us uh, access to their talent pool. So we, so we found um, six very talented young, young uh, witch girls for it. Lots of uh, extras, extras, teachers and everything. And uh, we spent all that time putting together again, uh, Putting, putting together a movie for it. I'm still doing the, the editing for it and, and the effects, which I'm doing myself. Mm. <laughs> and that's hard. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm sitting here on my computer, you know, putting in sound effects, putting in, you know, dialogue, you know, that, that was, we, we basically recorded actual soundtrack so that in case you know there was too much sound 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 in the background we actually put it put it different voices or whatever mm-hmm. so i'm doing that i'm doing all, doing all the effects and uh i had never worked actually with uh compositing on green screen before in my entire life uh. this is my first time and i think i'm doing a, a pretty good job with it but um has lots of effects in it uh a lot lots of fun and the, the characters, the uh, witch girls, are actually not from the from the uh, comic book or anything. They're, they're mm. actually from another supplement that that we're we're working on, which is the uh, Southern School of Magic. Because hmm. the, the the U.S. itself has four schools of magic. Mm-hmm. You know, still in war, you have the one Hogwarts. You know, in England, uh, Europe, Europe, Europe itself, probably in, in the witch girls world, you know, probably has like I would say. Seven different schools of magic, and the uh, U.S. has four. You have you have the Eastern, the Southern, the Northern, and and uh, you're, and, in, and in California we actually have the Western, which is which is a uh, Golden Gate, which is which is mm. in San Francisco, <laughs> which I thought was kind of fitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and um, and these are actually the uh, Trinity Stone. Which is the Southern School of Magic, based in Dallas, and home of the Fighting Jackalopes. <laughs> <laughs> and these girls are from there. Oh, and another thing we had to do actually was was costuming. Mm-hmm. So, so they actually have uh, costumes, and I have some some pictures up on our, on the on the uh, on our Facebook page where you can go and see the filming and everything. And and uh, I actually posted recently a small clip from it of the of the uh, characters teleporting in on the bridge which was which is kind of fun to do mm-hmm. and we had and we, we had to film everything around you know there was no closed sets everything was filmed right there you know either at the park or at anime fest which was, which was like packed and busy mm-hmm. so we had to film everything right there around everybody else and you know it was it, it was fun but it was very 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 hard and after that I pretty much rested for an entire week. Oh, jeez. Because I could not talk from, from, d- from doing the directions. I was so exhausted from from all from, from, from working, you know. I, I would say we work on 18-hour days. 
and when we actually were filming outside, we 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 worked like a twelve hour hour day. In the Texas summer, it was one hundred twenty degrees oh. outside. <laughs> oh God! So it in the in the you know so we had it. All these girls out there with their parents, you know, you know, with the 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 the, the, the uh, extras and the camera people and the sound people, you know, and the PAs were all out there, and it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, um, by Acon, we we will have it finished because I, I kind of want to show it off at Acon. Ah, uh, yeah. Because Acon does Acon t- uh, TV. Mm, I, I right. kind of want it to be a short on on Acon TV, so. Uh, one of the things I'm working on, but like everything else, we're such a small company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it's hard almost almost to get anything you know out on time at all. I mean, I mean, we get lucky occasionally, but basically, the book is out when the book is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, luckily f- for us, we, we're actually picked up by Diamond. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and. Uh, we had all these books that we already have done, so they, so they, so we, so there's kind of a cushion there with Diamond, but everything else is like, yeah, that book, that book you know, that book will get done when it when it gets done, and uh, uh, and I'm, I'm so you know, you know, I have so many ideas going on my my mind that I I work on like four books at the same time. <laughs> like right now, I can definitely tell you that I am working on. On uh, Macho, I'm working on Witch Girls hardcover, called Witch Girls, which is called Witch Girls of uh, Book of Shadows. I'm working on the uh, book, the uh, book for the uh, the the first other Kim book, which which, which, which which is the Fae. I'm working on on, on the Nemesis RPG, the Nemesis comic, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm working on. Princess Lucinda uh, uh, series issue one and two. So uh, I'm doing all of that, and uh, me, me and our minute staff of four people. <laughs> yeah, we're all doing that, and and we of course we have artists who we hired to, to do a lot of the artwork for it. So I don't really, you know, I count them, but and when I say the, the small company, I, you know, I don't count them because the small company. It's it's me, you know, Emily, Abby, George, sometimes Roz, sometimes Sean, and Roz and Sean are basically our uh, con people. So they, they, they go to conventions, and so so you have the, the just the really the, the base four of us doing pretty much everything. And Emily is right now doing the, the proofreading for for uh, Macho. And uh, and she and, and she wrote me back. She said, "This has got to be the most un PC game ever written by anybody." <laughs> so, what is Macho? You, you mentioned the title a couple times, but I don't remember hearing what it was macho, actually about. Macho is Macho Last Action Heroes. Ah, and it's about um, you play. It's 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 not a, it's it's a forty page game. Forty page. Um, we're trying to, you know, 40-page full game, everything you, you need to play. Um, and you play a action hero-type character. Mm-hmm. So any kind of action hero that you could think of playing, you, you could play it in Macho. And you actually accumulate... Your, your, your experience in the game is based on how Macho your character is. Mm-hmm. How, how much outlandish action hero things that he can actually do. Ah. And you have abilities, you know, that are based on everything from MacGyver to the A-Team to the Matrix. Nice. All in that one game. And it's actually, it's, it's designed not for it to be an intro game, but to be an interim game when you're kind of, you know, you don't want to play D&D anymore, you know, you're kind of tired of Shadowrun, you want something to do a quick one-shot kind of game. That's what Macho is kind of uh, 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 made for. And one of the things I'm really proud of for for uh, uh, Macho is we went through we made we made every picture in Macho every illustration uh, 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 more outlandish than the next. <laughs> <laughs> so you know if you want to have a book where you go up and show a picture of some guy riding a shark with a laser on his head, <laughs> it's in Macho. So on and oh so forth, man! You know, yeah. <laughs> 
you know, and uh, so you have, so you, and all, all, all the players are, are part of this, of this uh, organization called the, the uh, what's it called? The Society. And, and, it's, and, and it's, Society has basically been a hiatus from, 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 the, 19, from the 1980s because after the, the, the 1980s, the world kind of got kinder and gentler and more <laughs> nice. All right. And then now everything is all crazy and, and full of terrorists and alien attacks and everything. So all the Montreal heroes kind of come out of retirement to uh, uh. do their thing again. So it uh, it has, of course, like Witch Ghost has 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 its its signature characters. So does Macho and and they, and they have names like Just in Time and Calum Slow and Will Killigan, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 Con Foul. Uh, uh, Rabbi Sampson, <laughs> you know, things, you know, these, these outlandish kind of action movie kind of names, action movie titles are, you know, uh, the whole game is designed to emulate action movies, you know, where it's just totally outlandish that cannot happen in the real world. I, there's no way that I can jump my car without a ramp. But Macho, you can do that. <laughs> mm, nice. You can do the entire Dukes of Hazard, General Lee, leap, you know, through the air, you know, or in there and walk through it through it through a hell of bullets and and not get hurt that's kind of things that you can do you know doing the game and macho actually when i was in college uh in in the 1980s i'm kind of well actually in in the, in the early 90s so i'm well, not that old but in the <laughs> early 90s when action movie things were still going on um uh, we got tired of playing palladium and my friends wanted a, a new game so i wrote uh macho at the time and it was never published, but it, but I always wanted to kind of publish it, but I never had the money. A college kid didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. Never had the time, you know. Didn't did, did, I, I, you know? I, I I didn't have the skills, you know, as an editor or a writer to actually put it, you know, you know, together. And then uh, it was um, January of, of, of this year, and I, and we were leaving a convention and. And I said, okay, so I need some, 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 something new to, to run next year. And then someone says, well, why don't you run this a straight-up action game? I said, I can do that. I said, hmm, I had a perfect rules for it, Macho. So I sat down three days and wrote the entire first draft of the book. Of the, mm-hmm. of the game. <laughs> so I put it all, all together. I said, okay, here's the first draft. Took another time, wrote a second draft, and, and hand, handed it to Emily and said, Emily, fix it up for me. Send it back to, to me. Abby, start on, on your layouts. And give me pictures for it, and that's what I want for the pictures, and that's what we're doing right now. That's. But uh, yeah. So, but uh, I wanted to, you know, say, you know, I can do this game, you know, really quick. Have it done for, for um, this summer, as as, as kind of so something just for the, for uh, 2011 as our new new thing. But Macho will will, will not be supported beyond the fact, be beyond this game. So there will be no supplements for it. It's, I may post stuff on our Facebook for it, but nothing, you know, you know, big, you know, because the only thing I think of now is doing one on cars, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that you actually can make your version of Kit from 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 Night Rider. <laughs> All right, uh, well, but, yeah. I said, like, I'm well, okay. I'm definitely sold. So, <laughs> well, that's my idea. You know, is is you know, is to get out there and get in, get it sold. Mm-hmm. Um. But as for you know, witch girls, however, on our on our Facebook page, we you know we try to try to release twice a month, or or I, I, for a time I was, I was on a real 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 tear and was doing like one, once a week, posting different rules, you know, and different different supplemental information on witch girls on, on our Facebook page, and I have one that's coming up coming up for 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 next week for witch girls. It's all about ghosts. Because I want to do one on ghosts in the spirit world, and so I sat down and I pretty much typed up like twenty pages, just just just, just about different kinds of ghosts, uh, the spirit world, how it affects magic and things like that. So doing like the entire witch girls astral book, <laughs> you know, just online. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so we we've covered everything that I had uh, specifically wanted to talk to you about. What else do you want to talk about that you're working on or whatever? Uh, Nemesis. Okay. Nemesis. It's a superhero role-playing game. Mm-hmm. And where it, where it started was um, 
back in 2001, my first role-playing game was for a company called Maxim CNG. Maxim CNG, uh, we published a role-playing game called Nemesis of the Perfect World. This game came out at, 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 the, at the same time as, uh, I, I think it was D&D 3.5, uh, uh, Music Mastermind, all these other games that kind of like pushed it to, to the side, and we sold about three three thousand copies. Actually, not even three thousand copies, more like fifteen hundred copies for it, and it was pretty much a bust. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't make anywhere near our money back for it. Uh, it was it, the reviews were 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 kind of iffy. We, we we had no idea what we were doing with this game. Uh, you, however, can still buy it on Amazon, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was, you know, it was our first attempt at a at a, at a role playing game. My, my first attempt at a, at a published game, and uh, but it was it had a, a good world to it. The rules were kind of iffy, so I decided that I wanted to do a superhero role playing game. So I'm, I'm I'm bringing it out, and since I still have the actual rights to it, I'm bringing it out of uh, the mothballs, and I'm doing a a superhero role-playing game for people who, who, who like comics. Mm. And taking everything that I learned from being a, a comic book reader, a comic book writer, going to conventions, and what I learned from, from uh, the Witch Girls, and, and uh, making an entire game, an entire universe for it. Well, the universe was already created, but, you know, fleshing out the, the universe more. And this game is, is I'm calling it my, my magnum opus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But this, you know, this is this is the the, the big game, you know. Uh, it's, it comes out December twenty twelve, <laughs> mm. just in time for the end of the world. Right. <laughs> but uh, it allows you to, well, you you play a, a superhero, um, in in in, a, in our world, and our, and we want to make a world that's both, you you know, that's unique to its own self, but it's familiar to people who who play. Marvel and who play, you know, I mean, who read Marvel, who read DC, you know, but who have not, but who have never played, you know, role, role playing games or, or those who actually have played because you have Ninja Mastermind and you have uh, their version of DC and you have uh, Visible Vigilantes and Icons and all these other games that are out there and they're, and those are, are to me, are designed as. Superhero RPGs for people who play who people who play RPGs. Mm-hmm. So we took them from a superhero RPG for people who read comics, <laughs> hmm. you know, and, and give them you know as we gave in Witch Girls, give them what they want. You know, give them what you know the kind of world they want, the kind of characters that you know that they want to play, and make it you know as deep and as, as immersive as any to, to give it as much history and background as anything in Marvel and DC. Hmm. And that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, it's you know, it's to give you a, 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 an an idea. We we went and we fleshed out all the other other of the of the uh, superheroes in this world. We have ninety eight superheroes. <laughs> Whoa! We all have to be have to be designed, laid out, and everything. And we have like hundred something villains, and we have to do you know all their backgrounds and everything, the entire world's backgrounds and the backgrounds of aliens. So we want to do it, you know, you know, as much information as, as you can find about Marvel Comics on a, on on Wikipedia. We, we, we will have that much information for people who are playing this game, so they can actually can be immersed into this world and, ma- and make this world their own. Which I guess is kind of like you know what we do with, with every game, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just make it as immersive as possible. And uh, one thing that uh, Nemesis kind of brings up is that it, it brings up the, the, our entire cosmology as far as everything goes and how all of our game worlds are connected. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just alternate dimensions of each other. So Witch Girls is actually part of the, uh, actually part of, of, of the same dimension as, as, as Nemesis in, in a strange kind of weird way. Same, same world that you know, same dimension, well, same universe, well, multiverse as Macho ex- existing, <laughs> and our other games, uh, which we're pl- either either planning or or are kind of sort of you know working on like Freelancer, which is our fantasy game, and uh, Squad Sixty, which is which is which is 
kind of our kind of a, our, our attempt to make a game which emulates a first person shooter. Hmm. <laughs> so it, kind of 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 a anime mecha uh, psychic um, special forces game that emulates a first person shooter. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's you know that's 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 that, that's kind of like three years you know down the road. Squad sixty is Nemesis next year. Macho's this year. Hopefully this year we'll get uh, the the, the Fae book out. Hopefully, I'm praying mm-hmm. it happens. <laughs> the Mortal book out. The Witch Girls. The, the book I, I I really want the world to see is uh, Witch Girls Magical Mystery Tour, which kind of like takes the Witch Girls world to someplace else outside of the school and outside of the social circles into the world of music. Hmm. Where you're actually playing a witch member of a, uh, you're playing a witch member of, of of a band. So it's all about you know touring and and, and the whole world of music you know and and, and you know and that kind of thing, kind of like. Josie and the Pussycats meets Sabrina Teenage Witch, <laughs> hmm. and uh, that's you know that's one of of other projects, and that one's almost fully finished except for um, artwork and layout. So we'll see. Um, like I say, there's so much going on. Uh, thankfully, we're in position where we can actually can do stuff. Uh, thankfully, to the to the uh, Witch Girl sales. And, uh, the, and the, the sales of our other products, because otherwise, you know, you know, it would it would be impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, and we and and we actually have you know managed to actually pull out a tidy profit, uh, uh, you know, off of Witch Girls, which I was which I, I was surprised by. You know, the, the, the fact that I was able to quit quit my job and just do Witch Girls. Wow. So I'm right now, just doing Witch Girls. You know, sitting at home, working 12-hour days, doing witch girls, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, and that's you know, and that's, and that's really kind of cool thing. Um, what else is going on? Uh, next year, we're gonna do the um, what's that called? The licensing fair in in Las Vegas. Hmm. So we're gonna go out and try to license witch girls. <laughs> uh. And yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Well, you know, like I say, you know, there's a lot of going on. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, and but you kind of have to keep moving. Mm. Otherwise, you're just gonna sit there, get get stagnant, do nothing. You know, watch watch everything fall apart. You know, just, you know, just because you you you, you had one one game that did okay. You know, you, you know that's that, that game is is it gonna go and support you? For the rest of your life, or for the next month, or for the next year, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so you have to go and make it happen. You know, just go it and go out there and do it. And if I can tell you, you know, any anyone out there who you know who who, who, who want to be a game designer or do comics, is one thing you you have to do is that you have to be relentless. You know, you know, win, lose, or draw, you you got to keep on uh, coming come, come back and just keep going at it. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. You know, because you know, there's no magic. You know, one that's going to it's going to make it success. The only thing that's going to make it you a success is you. And you can have a product that you know that's piss poor, but if you if, if you believe in it, and you get other people people to believe in it, it'll be a success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just just go out there and do it. And and and, and, and there's, there's, there's tons of examples out there of products that are like that, but I, I, I won't go into that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're we're up to the one hour mark, and I need to Yay! eat dinner, and <laughs> so. Uh, I, th- I think I, that's. I, 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 need, I need, need to get back to work right now. <laughs> okay, so I, th- I think that's a very good place to leave off. So okay. thank thank you very much for coming on. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, so wish you the best of luck with all the millions of things that you're doing. Okay. So, yeah, so that'll be it then. All right, uh, man. So, yeah, th- thanks a lot for coming on, and th- thanks to everyone who's listening to this. I hope to be heard by you all again soon. <laughs>